0: Welcome one and all. Once again here on the fiqh program and hope that all are well and with afia and in a great spirit of iman. Wallahi so much of shukr we must make for this iman, my dear respected elders and brothers. And let us not take for granted this life that we have Let us make every second count, for we never know at which time, at which second, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has decreed that we will leave this temporary abode. So continuing with the masail regarding salah and namaz, we will discuss the makruhat and namaz or the acts which are disliked in namaz today. Now, a makru act in Namaz, what does it cause? If a person has to do a makru act, a disliked act in Salah, what does this cause? What is the effect of it? So, doing a, a makru act will cause the full blessing of that particular action, and in this case we are discussing Salah obviously, so the full blessing and the full barakah of that Salah will be lost Although the Salah will be accepted, it will not have to be repeated. It is not like if a person leaves out a fard of Salah or he leaves out a wajib of Salah without making sajda a e sahwa. These things are disliked. It takes away from the beauty of the Salah. It takes away from the reward of the Salah. But it does not render the Salah invalid or it does not render it broken. Meaning that it will not have to be repeated. So, saying namaz bareheaded due to laziness or carelessness, and to expose the arms above the elbows. Now, this obviously will relate to men, because the head and the arms above the elbows. Uh, these obviously is not this obviously not part of the satar of a man. It is not part of that aurat uh, or what we call the aura or the sitter that is necessary for a person to cover at all times. Now for a woman it is necessary that her whole body is covered except for her face and hands. But in the case of a man, as long as he is covered from above the navel to below the knee, then his satar will be considered to be closed and he can read Salah in this manner. But to read Salah in this manner where his arms are exposed above the elbows as well as reading it bareheaded. Due to laziness or carelessness, meaning that he does not is not interested, not worried about the fact that my head is not covered, I'm reading Salah without a topi, then this is makruh, and it is dislike. Obviously, if a person has sincerely forgotten or rushing for some reason or the other and doesn't get to wear this uh, the garb in the proper way, then inshallah he will not lose out on the barakat and blessings of the Salah due to this action. When we are reading Salah, we need to be absolutely still. A person should not fidget. So playing with clothes or the body, if a person now plays with his beard, if a, a person is scratching their nose, keeps scratching here, scratching there, playing with the clothes, adjusting the scarf, adjusting the burqa, adjusting the topi, uh, all these type of things is not good. If a person is doing this in Salah, this is makru and a person should try and refrain from doing that. Performing namaz in clothes in which people do not ordinarily like to go out. That means for us to read salah in such clothes that is considered not appropriate to go out of the house with. So to read salah in that type of clothing also is makruh. a person should dress properly. We know the conditions of salah, that the clothing must be parked, etc., etc. Now it will, it's not like this namaz won't be accepted as we mentioned. But it does take away because a person is not taking that proper care and not doing the proper preparation for that salah. He's sort of reading his salah slapdash. In other words, now he's just putting whatever's there, putting it on and reading salah in that way, like what pyjamas or something like that. Now if a person covers a putta kurta, over it, etc., then it will be fine. But we shouldn't read in clothes that we should, wouldn't ordinarily go out of the house with. That is what the masala is telling us. To dust the floor with one's hand to prevent the soiling of clothes. If a person is reading salah, generally we read on our musallas at home and in the masjids, etc. So we don't have this issue per se. But if a person is traveling, for example, and sometimes it requires for him to read the salah on the side of the road, and it can be dusty, the grass can be loose, uh, so now a person for him to dust away, to prevent him soiling his clothes while in namaz. Now, obviously, before the namaz, if he tries to neaten the area a little bit, hey, there's no problem. But in the salah, now he's trying to clear the, the, the section so that his clothes do not become dirty or do not become soiled, then this would be makruh. Performing salah when one has the urge to pass urine or stool. So if a person needs to go to the toilet, then he should not read salah in that manner. If a person has a need to relieve himself, now if a person goes and reads Salah, how will he concentrate in Salah? He will only be jumping, jiving, this way, that way, because he is going to be uneasy, he is going to be uncomfortable, he is, we will never be able to concentrate in Salah, he will be trying to get done with it. Now sometimes it happens that we got wuzu, now we're lazy to make wuzu again. So we say, hey, let me read Salah quickly, then I'll go toilet after that. You know, so that I don't have to make wuzu now again and whatever, I'll just get it done with. So this is now Makru If a person is reading, because he will never be able to concentrate properly and give full concentration in a salah as he ought to, simply because he needs to relieve himself. To crack one's fingers or their knuckles rather, or putting the fingers of one hand into fingers of the other hand. So if a person has to now, you know, inter... Um, Twine his fingers now, so he puts his one finger through the other or he cr- starts cracking his knuckles in salah Then this is makruh as well a person shouldn't do this in salah Turning the face away from the qibla and looking around so if a person is reading salah Now somebody walks into the room now you turn to see now who's there you are still reading salah But to see now who came in if a person is the masjid and a person now he sees from the corner of his eye Somebody coming into the masjid now he turns to look so to look around in salah and especially turning the face away from the qibla, this is makru. It is makru for men to rest both the arms and the wrists on the ground in sajda. So, if a person is reading salah and he goes into sajda, then to rest the arms and the wrists, so that obviously the hands must be on the ground. The wrists and the arms shouldn't be on the ground. So a person shouldn't basically now be reading Salah in that lazy manner, that when he goes into Sarjana now, his whole hand goes down. That means from his elbow right till his hand, that whole section is on the ground. That is makru. It will be allowed, like we said, it will take away from the Barakah. What should happen is that the hands only should be on the ground, the wrists and the elbows should be off the ground. Uh, yawning intentionally and not preventing it if one can do so. Uh, to yawn intentionally. To yawn intentionally. Now a person for no reason just starts to yawn now or makes that action of yawning. And even if a person can, is needs to yawn, he should try to sort of suppress it as far as possible. And now if a person can suppress it but he doesn't, he just lets himself go away. Then we can see that a person is now not giving that full, you know, um, concentration in his salah. He's not making that effort now to present that salah. When we look at all these things, all the things that are makru, we can see one underlining factor and that is that it is important for us to understand that we are presenting our salah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We are presenting ourselves in worship for a man, for man... To put his forehead down is the most humble action that he can do in front of anybody to put your forehead on the ground is basically showing your subservience completely to the creator so when we are doing this and we only do this in front of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we are showing our humility we are showing our our need we are showing our uselessness That, O Allah, we are in control of absolutely nothing. O Allah, You are the most powerful. O Allah, You are the creator, the nourisher, sustainer. O Allah, we can only do what You have decreed for us to do and what You have have ordained for us to do. Whatever good we do, it comes from You. Whatever bad we do, it comes from ourselves. Uh, only good can be attributed to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So like this now, we have to present that salah in the best possible way. No fidgeting, no um, dressing haphazardly, no reading salah in a fast manner, no uh, reading salah lazily. And we can see all of this here. Do not display any acts of laziness and tiredness. Don't don't read salah when you need to urinate. Don't uh, uh, yawn unintentionally or Try to at least suppress that yawn if you can do so. So all these things show that we have to present that salah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in a way that we show our complete humility and our uh, subservience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Performing namaz when another person facing him sets ahead. So if we are reading salah and a person in front of us is not facing the qibla as well but rather he's turned around and is facing us so to read salah in such a way even though we are reading salah we know that we are not bowing or prostrating in front of that person but it can be understood to be so so for that reason it is makru for us to read salah in a way where in the way is a person that is facing us and now we are bowing and prostrating obviously to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but in front of this person here yeah. so that shouldn't happen as well um, this, these are some of the makruhat of salah And we will continue with the remainder inshallah next week And like I say, the most important thing is the way that we present this particular action The most virtuous of actions, the most beloved to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala It is mentioned in the hadith that an abd, a servant is closest to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when he is in sajda. So it is a very, very special ibadah, the salah, and it should be done with the utmost decorum and uh, humility and good preparation that a person should prepare himself that I am going to now read salah, I'm going to present myself in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I should do it in the best possible way. May Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala grant us tawfiq to, to make amal. Jazakum Allahu khairan until next week. Wassalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.